After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline Shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, let's go right to him. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk joins us this morning. Mike, how you doing? Doing great, Joe. How are you, buddy? Man, I, I am uh, I'm doing great. This is the best our team's been in 20 friggin' years, Mike. <laughs> I, mean, I got to be honest. We've had some rough years. This has been fun. I've... I have enjoyed this one for sure. Hey, hey, Mike. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. I think it's more than twenty. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, who's counting? Twenty-three, twenty-four, Mike. <laughs> I, <laughs> it has. Hey, so, uh, so I got to ask you first. So, I'm watching a game last night. And I'm going, God, this got a chance to be the way it turned out because I thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought that I thought Dallas would score a lot of points. I wasn't sure about Seattle. It ends up being a great game, except Mike. 19 penalties for 257 yards. Do we have to call all those penalties? Do we have to go back and look at illegal contact? And do we have to go back and, like, loosen up on the pass interference and grabbing a little bit? What's your take? Well, I mean, look, 10 years ago when the Seahawks won their only Super Bowl, one of the things they did that allowed them to be so good defensively they grabbed and held and illegally contacted receivers on every play, daring the officials to call the penalties. And the attitude was simply this. We do it 10 times. They call the penalty once or twice. We're ahead of the game. Last night, the flags were coming out. They don't want the officials or the referees or, excuse me, the players. I'll get there eventually. The players to be grabbing and pulling each, each other when one's trying to run his pass route and get to the ball. So, I remember when John Gruden was on Monday Night Football and he'd always get hey, all these penalties. Well, don't violate the rules and there won't be penalties. The, the penalties happen because you violate the rules. And I almost think in some context last night they didn't call fouls because they were conscious of it. Like there were some taunting situations where in other games we've seen the flags come out that they just looked the other way on it because of all the other penalties that have been called during the game. But when you're talking about receivers being impeded in their effort to catch a pass, whether it's before the – balls in the air or after and they're trying to infuse some offense into the game and right now there's a quarterback crisis where guys can't stay healthy and the guys who are playing aren't great one way you boost quarterback play is to make sure that the receivers are more likely to catch the passes so I think this year more than ever there's an extra incentive to call it tight because offenses are struggling and I know the NFL hates it when points aren't being scored, 
because when points are being scored, they send out press releases every Monday bragging about how many points are being scored. They know that points equals ratings equals viewership equals money. You know, it's funny you said that because I started to show your exact example that, that you just gave. But these defensive backs and our guys down here seen up close, they're just as guilty as anybody. They can't – defensive backs, Mike, it's a gray area almost every time a guy runs around because those guys are always grabbing each other or defenders are grabbing or hooking just a little bit or grabbing a little bit of jersey. I mean on almost every pass route. Well, that's right. So – when do you throw a flag? Yeah. Do you throw it every single time? Do you get to the point where, as the human being who's wearing the black and white striped shirt, who understands that each one of these yeah. bogs the game down and gets people to complain, what do you do? How do you find that right balance? Again, if you let it be open season, you're going to have a lot more incomplete passes. Yeah. You're going to have a lot fewer points, and you're going to have a lot more punts. Or, or in the case of last night's game, you're going to have – one punt. There were none. For the, for the fifth time ever in a regular season game, there were no punts in the entire game. That was entertaining. It, it, the thir- congratulations to Thursday Night Football. They, uh, they, they did get a good one last night. So, I got to ask you, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Mike, you know we can't do a Friday together without talking about the quarterback position. So, Zach Wilson's got company now, it looks like. Mac Jones to the friggin' scout team. So, they basically are saying Mac's been our biggest problem on this team. Is uh, or they gave up on him. What's your your take on the New England situation? I think, Joe, for some of these teams, when the offense is struggling and the quarterback is the main reason for it, if the coach doesn't do something, he loses the locker room. He loses the defense. He loses everyone. Not that it matters at this point. And this weird cloak and dagger stuff from Bill Belichick, when they're winning, okay, fine. When they're horrible, who cares? It's not like the difference between Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Malik Cunningham, Will Greer is some massive strategic edge that, you know, you got something up your sleeve and, uh uh-oh, we didn't see that coming. What a twist that is. None of the options are any good. So who cares who it is? Why does it have to be a secret? Why is Belichick doing this? It's just weird. And, you know, Joe, to the extent that Belichick may be looking for a new job after this season and how can we not think he will be? How attractive does that become to a new fan base, to a new group of media that's going to be covering him? If he's just doing this kooky stuff that makes no sense and alienating people even more and just just acting odd and bizarre, like does that make a fan base say, oh, Bill Belichick's going to change everything here? Or does it make people say, boy, this game really has passed this guy by? I was going to say, did he just get outdated? I mean, you look at his system and the players he's picked, and because it's all him. He got more control than anybody in the NFL for a coach. Does somebody just say, because I listen to these guys on NFL Network uh, talking about he's going to have all these choices. He's going to have a lot of teams calling him. I'm like, how is he going to have a lot of teams calling him? I, I don't see it. Well, because you have dysfunctional teams out there that think this is still the Bill Belichick of five years ago. We just need to give him a new atmosphere, a new environment, a new start. And, and even if it doesn't work, we'll sell a lot of tickets. We'll get more yeah. primetime games. We'll get more attention. Now, I don't know that that works with a coach, but look at last night on the Amazon broadcast when they were selling next Thursday night's game. Who did they put on the graphic? They didn't put a player. Well, no. of course, they don't know which player to put on it. They put <laughs> Belichick on it. Right. 
So Belichick sells to a certain extent, but Joe, you hit you hit the nail on the head as it relates to you know his authority over the football operation. What kind of guardrails do you put on Belichick, the general manager? Because for as good of a coach as he's been, he is not a good GM, and that's the the big reason why this team is struggling. His authority to put a team together has resulted in a team that just isn't good enough. Yeah. Hey, I got to flip it over to Tyreek Hill. Um, and what happened with this, uh, the, the touchdown and the flip video and the UM student and uh, the guy now we find out okay fits, Kevin Fitzgibbons has, has been suspended by the league and, and may be out completely. And Tyree comes out and says, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. I'll, I'll pick up the money. We're going to do some stuff together anyway. Uh, but there's been a lot of a lot of heat on the league for being so tough on this. I've, I've been glad to see a lot of articles on, come on, man. It was fun. A lot of people thought it was really cool. Let it go. What do you think happens going forward on this? Well, it really is dumb to me how the league's handled it. They put that video up on one of their social media accounts right after Tyreek did it. They flagged the Dolphins in the moment. They didn't find Tyreek because they knew there would be backlash. So instead, they quietly suspend this kid's credentials. He takes it public. The league confirms it. Tyreek now steps in, and it becomes what, what they were trying to avoid, a situation where people are pointing to the inherent hypocrisy of the NFL when it comes to matters of this nature. And, Joe, here's the other side of the coin. Last Thursday in Dallas, they stashed those turkey legs in the Salvation Army kettles yep. ahead of time. And it's the same thing. It's a prop. You're using a prop to celebrate. And it was reported over the weekend by the Dallas Morning News that employees of Legends Hospitality – cooked the legs and stashed the legs in those kettles. So are they suspended now? Like that is, there's inconsistency and hypocrisy in all of this. And it's going to be interesting to see if the players get fined for the Turkey leg thing, because, you know, there's a point where the NFL just has to say, yes, we have these rules, but there are going to be occasions where we just naturally realize it's in our interest to not be sticklers. It's in our interest to embrace the positive from it and understand that, you know, sometimes guys are going to take it too far. We're going to have to do something, but when it's an organic moment that everyone loves, why do you want to rain on it? And why do you want to, you know, banish this kid from covering games? Because what was he going to say to Tyreek? No, you can't have my phone in that moment. He's going to hand it to him. Michael, these things are getting millions of views like young people want to see it oh that's really cool and they're sharing it with everybody it's so good so good for the league it's uh it is an interesting one all right something that's not good mike the von miller situation on his uh on his bye week uh apparently putting his hands uh on his pregnant girlfriend mike if they find out this is to be true um what what happens to, to Vaughn Miller going forward? Is he, is he done for the year, or what do you expect? Well, the first question is what the NFL does as it relates to the ability to put a player on paid leave, the commissioner exempt list, while charges are pending, even if there is no finding of guilt. The NFL adopted this approach in 2014 in the aftermath of Ray Rice, Greg Hardy, Adrian Peterson. The NFL doesn't view it as discipline. I think most people in the application of common sense do, because even though you're paying the player, the player wants to play football. You're taking away his ability to play football. And he could be out for the rest of the year on the commissioner exempt list. It all depends upon what the league believes the right PR move is. And 
This one's complicated because on the same day this fall breaks, by the end of the day, the alleged victim is telling WFAA in Dallas, no one assaulted anyone. This is all crazy. This is all sad. When you also have a police report where she is saying in detail what Von Miller did. And look, we understand that it's a complicated psychological yeah. situation when you're in a relationship like that. And, and there's reconciliation and there's fear of other consequences. And, and also Von Miller stands to lose some $17 million if he would end up being suspended by the league eventually and having his guaranteed salary wiped out for next year. So it's not an easy thing for the league to resolve. But, and they're also lucky the Bills don't play this weekend. Yeah. But by next Sunday, they're going to have to decide up or down, yes or mm. no, when the Bills play the Chiefs in Kansas City, do you want Von Miller on the field and have the Von Miller arrest be a box that CBS has to check in its broadcast? That's, that's the only reason why they do it. It's kind of taking the heat out of the hot kitchen. We don't want our broadcast partners to have to mention the charges this guy is facing, so we put him on paid leave. We take him out of the mix so people don't notice that this is out there. And it really is unfair if he is ultimately exonerated, but that's what the league does. It's been fought in court, not in court, but through an arbitration process. It's perfectly legitimate. We just wait between now and next Sunday to see whether or not they put him on that commissioner exempt list. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been a lot of crazy stuff to, to, to cover. And uh, boy, when we say the league never sleeps, Mike, we, we're not lying, man. There is always something, uh, Friggin' going on here. Hey, by the way, I because I, we do it here too, overreaction to teams and quarterback play from week to week, and now I'm guessing when it's all said and done, this week Dak Prescott's going to be our MVP of the NFL after all these games. What do you think? Joe, here's the, here's the thing that gets overlooked when people discuss MVP. If Dak Prescott and the Cowboys don't catch the Eagles to win the division, how's he the MVP? How does he get more votes than Jalen Hurts? Unless he throws for 6,000 yards and 60 touchdown passes, how do you overcome the best player on the best team in either conference? That's the way it's kind of skewed in recent years, especially with only one buy available per conference. It's usually the best player, the most important player, the most valuable player to one of the two teams that secures the number one seed that is deemed to be the MVP of the league. So if the Cowboys are a five seed, that's going to be tough for him to get the votes. Jalen Hurts is going to get the NFC vote. And then you've got whoever the one seed is in the AFC, their best player getting votes. It's going to be very hard for Dak Prescott to overcome that. That's what gets lost in all this kind of breathless MVP talk that you'll see when you turn on the TV. There's a broader context that needs to be considered. But see, when you consider the context, what happens is the talking point becomes meaningless. It's a talking point that carries us through the season. If you really understand how it works, it's more of a team thing first and then an individual thing, unless you are setting some sort of a record with your performance. That's why Tyreek Hill's got a real shot to be the MVP. He's got a record-setting year on track, and if the Dolphins end up with the number one seed, he's the guy. Not Tua, all due respect to Tua, Tyreek's the guy that's the MVP of the league if the Dolphins end up with the one seed, and they currently have as good a chance of, uh, as anyone of being the one seed in the AFC. Yeah, that's funny you said that. We have been talking a lot, and I know the guys around here have been saying, Tyreek, if he gets the 2,000 yards, 17, 18 touchdowns, and they have a good record when this is all said and done, 
uh, we could have a wide receiver, Tyree Kills, the MVP, and it would. Uh, hey, Joe, it's never happened. There's no. never been a receiver as MVP of the league. There have been two defensive players, Alan Page and Lawrence Taylor. And in 1982, you know who the MVP was in 1982? Do you remember? No. Do you remember? Mark Mosley, the kicker in Washington, was the wow. MVP of the league in 1982. A kicker has won it and not a receiver. Well. That could be uh, changing because this guy is uh, – he's worth every dollar they're paying him right now. He has just been fantastic. Mike, thank you so much, man. Great having you. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. All right. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk joining us. Another guy. By the way, Woody, look what you started, man. You started and they all agree. Yeah, don't count him out. These quarterbacks, if they don't go with one of these quarterbacks with the best record that's having a really good season and they're all kind of close in numbers – this Tyreek Hill thing for MVP is not so crazy. It is not so – look, at look, I've come around. I've come around on it. But only for the other reason, they don't win it. Freaking Jerry Rice never won it. <laughs> he said, if Jerry Rice can't win an MVP, nobody can have a damn MVP. Hey, right now I want to talk to you about an MVP. This weekend for you and your family to go out and see your South Florida Chevy dealers and take some test drives – New and used, looking really good. Best overall products we've ever had at your South Florida Chevy dealers. Suburbans, Tahoes, the Traverse. I'm hitting the SUV family. The big guys have added more space to go with a great look. The Trailblazer, Equinox, and the Blazer are smaller SUVs. And again, uh, so much style and, and substance. So much that I have a Tahoe and a Trailblazer. They're nice, man. We love them. And Silverado trucks. Let's talk about Silverado trucks. Hey, you're a truck person and you make a living with your truck, you can't beat a Silverado truck. They're strong, they're durable, you want to work seven days a week, so does your Silverado truck. And how about a Silverado truck that's perfect for the whole family, need that extra space, family's growing, still want to be in the truck, Silverado's got it for you, man. New and used, it's never looked better. When you talk about the SUV, the truck, and the car family right now, we got something for everybody. Space, style, look and real friendly people at convenient locations all over South Florida for you to have a great experience this weekend at your South Florida Chevy dealer. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming on screens and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.